0: Hey y'all, how you doing? Uh, Mr. G here again with this Sanctity of Life series and super, super stoked for today. Uh, My friend Jenna, as you'll hear part of her story, um, has adopted uh, 19 children and most of them are special needs. And my other friend, Lindy, is going to be, she's a single mom of a beautiful little Finley who has Down syndrome and, and Sanctity of Life, as we've been talking about, is not just the unborn but it's the born too, and those that are living. So hope you uh, uh, glean something and learn something and grow and just empathize with these two really awesome, awesome people. I'm here with my friend, Jenna. And uh, Jenna, can you just talk about your family for a minute? Just tell us like, how many kids do you have? What's going on there? So
1: um, I, we have 20 children total and 16 of our children are adopted. My four biological children range in age from 23 to 31, so they're all adults and independent, and we started adopting children about 15 years ago, and we have averaged about one adoption a year, and we specialize in kids that have special needs or are kind of deemed unadoptable by DCS standards due to their um, disabilities or their behaviors. Huh. So and those, most kids range from
0: seven to 25, seven to 20. So Betty's the oldest.
1: Betty is the oldest. Correct.
0: I, I guess the big, why, why 20 kids? You said, um, that's the right number. What happened in, in your heart? How did, did God lead you there? Or Why did you, why did you choose this he journey? Did. I guess
1: he did. It's, it's a kind of a long story. So I'll try to compress yeah. it a little bit. My mom, yeah. uh, my mom developed cancer about um almost 20 years ago now and i took care of her while she was dying and at first i prayed to the lord that he would save her and um eventually she became sicker and sicker so i began praying that he would take her Mm -hmm. and it seemed like we were in limbo like he wasn't he wasn't doing either so after she passed away i actually became very angry at god because she suffered greatly and i kind of stopped going to church for a while but my biological children would walk up to the church that we went to close to our house and they continued to, to go to church. And and it took me about five years. And I finally, the kids would beg me, mom, come back to church. This come back to church. And I finally walked into church and it was a mega church. So it was huge. The pastor had no idea who I was. And it was like, he looked directly at me and said, if you think your life is so hard, why don't you go work with somebody who's really had a difficult life? And um, this is about 2007, right, kind of with the housing crash and all Uh people were losing their houses and their jobs and all that kind of stuff. So I actually, um, I really took that to heart. And so I kind of, so we started um, fostering children. And um, the first little boy, we didn't know the difference between kids that needed a forever home or temporary. We just thought, you know, let's just give one child a a safe place to be until their next move. and so. The first little boy that came to us, um, his name is Reese, and he's adopted. He's 19 now. He was five years old, and he was born with fetal alcohol syndrome. At birth, he was um, given to his biological aunt, who um, left him in a crib. And at two and a half, he crawled out of the crib and was eating out of the trash can. And anyway, he was abused, and he ended up, um, he ended up at uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital. And from there, he entered the foster care system. He went to five different homes in two years. Nobody could handle him. He would bang his head. He would bite himself. He would do those kinds of things. Anyway, what we ended up with him first. And what it really taught me was instead of being angry at God for giving me my mother for only 30 years, I was so blessed. to had such a beautiful mother that loved me for 30 years. Yeah. And that started us on our
0: journey wow and and that's an amazing journey i'm interviewing you you know the reason why because we've been talking about sanctity of life
1: correct yes and you have (laughs) said
0: um in some of your interviews i've seen uh that these are unadoptables and they're low and like they're they're bottom of the barrel Mm -hmm. um my friend father greg who wrote tattoos on the heart says maybe there'll be a day we stop throwing people away Yes. And, and he says, let's go to the margins, the margins where people on the outside and let's bring them in. And that's what you've been doing. Can you talk a little bit about what sanctity of life means to you?
1: Everybody has value. And when, you know, they like you said, when these children are just disposable, they honestly, they stop looking for homes for them because there's so many other children that need homes that are more yeah. likely to be adopted, that this is kind of the forgotten children. Yeah. And um, what God has taught me is that Every life has value. Every life. I have a son, um, my most disabled son is 17 years old. He's a spastic quadriplegic. He was shaken when he was three months old. And um, he is like a six-month-old baby in a 17-year-old's body, but even his life has purpose. And so one of his purposes is... when I start hollering, because I do that sometimes, I'm not a
2: perfect <laughs> mother like people do yeah.
1: So when I start hollering, he thinks it's funny. And so he will start laughing hysterically. Oh. And so if I'm getting all riled up and I hear him start to laugh, you can't yeah. help but smile and start to laugh. And it brings oh. me back down to that level where, oh. where I need to be to work with my children. So even,
0: yeah. even
1: a child who's a spastic quadriplegic has has purpose.
0: So lessons that we can learn from the handicapped or the the disabled um, Mm -hmm. are off the charts. And thank (laughs) you for going to the margins. I think I already asked you kind of some lessons you've learned, but what any other lessons you've learned from all of your children?
1: You know, each child has value and it's really important to kind of find their parameters of what they can do and their abilities and to work towards that. And, and um, you know, every child has to be parented a little bit differently. When you have biological children, you, excuse me, you raise them from birth and you kind of mold them in what you, into what you want them to be or what you have in mind that they'll be. And what I have learned as parents of kids with special needs is, you know, due to their history and their trauma and their special needs, they just have to be parented different, a little differently, not less, just differently. And um, you just, you learn to make those adjustments so that your children can thrive in the environment that they, they, they can.
0: Well, that's what I saw. Just spending a couple hours at your house, I saw I saw kids, whether they're special needs or not, taking care of each other. Yes, because you can't do it alone. You and your husband can't do it alone. You need everyone as part of this team. Right, and each
1: so each of my kids. I have um, three children. Well, four children total that, um, are severely disabled. Yeah. And, um, so each of them have two buddies. So when I get distracted or if I, you know, if one's fussing and needs something, yeah. but I'm distracted with another one, um, I can call in one of their buddies and all of my kids actually enjoy it. And they're uh, responsible and they're, they're good. They're good hearted children. So yeah. they, they have
0: servants hands. And I think that's
1: teaching them to just be good people in general.
0: Amen. Amen. And as we yeah. said before, I don't know how you do this without the Lord, but I'm so glad you have the Lord and a church that loves you guys and cares about you guys. And and uh, we will pray for you and, and your family. Thank you. And thank you thank so much, Jenna, for being a part of this. Okay. Well, thank you. My my first Zoom interview with my friend, Lindy. How you doing, Lindy?
2: I'm great. How are you this morning?
0: Well, I'm, it was good catching up with you. I'm I'm glad yes. the kids don't have to watch the last 20 minutes of us just kind of yes. catching up because it's been about 30 years um, since yes. I've seen you. Um, and I want to just get right into it, Lindy. Um, Uh can you give us a little bit about your daughter? Can you talk about Finley for a minute or two?
2: Yes. So my little girl, her name is Finley. She came into my life in 2008. So she will be 12 in December. And she surprised us at birth with Down syndrome. So we were not expecting that when I was pregnant and she was born and right away, I noticed that there was something, you know, different, not bad, but just different. And and I think my heart led me to believe that, that she maybe had Down syndrome. And so the doctor confirmed that the next day, and my life took a, a different path than what I was yeah. expecting. And and she was in my arms. she was my little girl, and life went on. And I yeah. was you know, uh, put into a different club, a, a club I didn't know that I wanted to be a part of. But now that I've been in the club for twelve years almost, it's yeah. it's a club I can't imagine not being a part of. So, she's a hoot. She's a yeah. sassy pants. She's <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she's just she's she's fantastic. She is compassionate. She's thoughtful. She loves Hamilton.
0: She loves ah.
2: Nuggets. Um, and she's just a a, a joy and a, a light a light to everybody. Yeah.
0: Well, we, I didn't ask you this earlier and I, I didn't even write about it, but I, I, I just thought, what was it like with God when you found out she was down syndrome?
2: Yeah. So I, I had prayed hindsight of course, is always 2020. I think at the time yeah. I was, I was devastated. I, I didn't know how I could handle this. I didn't, Yeah. I wasn't cut out to be the mom of a special needs kid. I had no experience with it. I, I wasn't raised with anyone in my school that had any other needs, but but typical needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I can pretty much rest assured that I was angry. I was didn't feel equipped for this, was not up for the challenge. But as as Finley came home and as we navigated through some of those early medical appointments and learned that she was just healthy as a clam, you know, I my heart softened and I looked at her as Finley and not as, oh, this baby with Down syndrome.
1: Yeah.
2: And throughout my pregnancy, I had prayed that I would have a healthy baby. And the two things I wanted were her to have dark hair and blue eyes. And I kid you not, she came out and she was healthy and she has dark hair and blue eyes. And so in that regard, God answered my prayer exactly how I had prayed. So 12 years fast forward now 12 years and I'm I'm grateful to the gift and and God never having left my side and giving me exactly what I needed when I needed it throughout the last 12 yeah.
0: years anytime I talk or hear about some of the Down syndrome or see them the smiles ear to ear and 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 you've talked about the impulsivity of Finley yeah. and just yes. ah um, yes. what are some of the challenges of a child with Down syndrome some things that are are, are a little bit harder to deal with
2: Yeah. So a couple things with Finley, um, she's a flight risk, meaning that she has no situational awareness of danger in the street or danger around the corner or primarily out in public where no, nobody's a stranger. I think she looks at everybody as, well, he's just a friend I haven't met yet. And so there's a lot of, um, kind of having to rein her in and, and, not allow her to go, you know, off into the street and she's, she's going to be 12. And so I would think a yeah. typically developing 12 year old would know not to go racing across the street or to at least right. stop and both ways. Finley, Finley doesn't always know that. So there's a lot of hand holding with her. Sometimes it's hard, I think too, when her peers are moving at a pace that she's not moving at and I, and, mm. and you don't want to compare, but you sort of do. And so that, yeah. that's sometimes a challenge too, although that's a challenge for me it's not necessarily a challenge for her. I think those are those are some yeah. hard things.
0: That's tough. That's tough. It's, it's something that you, people don't see on the outside looking in. And right. and I, I, again, I told you about this and it just, it it did shock me. I don't get shocked very easily.
1: Yeah.
0: But to hear about, and Mrs. Schrock told me in Iceland and in Australia, um, 99.9% of babies that are diagnosed in utero with Down syndrome are aborted. <sighs> And in Australia, there's even some legislation saying we can abort a, a Down syndrome baby up to 40 weeks, which is
2: right. full, term,
0: yes. um, full term, full right. term. And how does, as, as a mother of a Down syndrome child, what does that stir in your heart? I mean, yeah. obviously, but. Um, yeah,
2: it it stirs devastation and it stirs, people are missing out, you know. Um, I probably missed out for you know the first thirty five years of my life before Finley came along and and I really feel like these children have worth and they she in 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 this case for me um teaches me things every day and I think the people of Iceland and the people of Australia the people of the entire world could learn compassion acceptance it's sort of cliche but but they're they're more alike than different they have feelings they have attitudes they have things that bother them so i guess my my heart says you're missing out you don't yeah. know what you're missing out on until you have this precious now 12 year old in my case hugging me every day and saying uh, you know you make my heart so happy mommy oh,
0: oh, <laughs> oh gosh um
2: <laughs> i know so one of the
0: questions i have for you is like what are some lessons you've learned from finley but it sounds i mean what what are some on top of that um some yeah. lessons you've learned from her
2: yes i think definitely. I'm much more compassionate. Mm -hmm. I'm much more um, accepting of things you don't know. You just don't know what people are dealing with. And so when you see a child having a meltdown at Target, you -hmm. don't know what's going on. And so you, you say a quick prayer for that mom or that dad and that child. And again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I think I've learned to celebrate the small things, celebrate little things, celebrate every day, celebrate the major and minor milestones that are achieved. And I think too, be happy, be happy. You know, I mean, Finley's she's not always happy, but she's very easily redirected. So if she's sad or if she's frustrated or she's crying, you know, you tease her a little bit, you tickle her, you, you know, you you joke she around with her a little bit and, and she's back. Yeah. And has no recollection of the fact that she was upset 40 seconds ago.
0: That's yeah, so great. So, yeah. And, and I, the, the, the big point of this, Lindy, is I kind of told you, she's a human. She's she Life. She's created by God in the image of God. Absolutely. And she just, what she's missing, is a Down syndrome child missing a chromosome? Is that what I'm? they have an extra so
2: they have an extra extra, yeah
0: she's extra extra okay is it 23rd or what's the number it's the 21st 21st. yep
2: 23 copies of the 21st chromosome
0: okay and praise god for her and for you and we'll be praying for you as you as you raise her and uh and we believe she's a life and worth every bit as much as everybody else
2: she is yes and i would say to all of your students just love on those kids because they just they love you So love them
0: back. Northwest Christian School has made biblical worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.